I can't tell you what it really is. I can only tell you what it feels like. And right now it's a steel knife in my windpipe. I can't breathe, but I still fight. Well, I can fight. As long as the wrong feels right, it's like I'm in flight. High off a log, drunk from my hate. It's like I'm huffing pain. I love her the more I suffer. I suffocate. And right before I'm about to drown, she resuscitates me. She fucking hates me. All right, 1020 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KVBQ.FM Rock of Talk. Com. It's been an eventful night uh, there for the NFL. We're going to go ahead and get to that. I'll take your calls. And uh, don't say we didn't tell you so. Uh, nice. Uh, first time I'm on after 10 p.m. since an election or since I started running the Inferno back in the day. And I uh, love the way you lie. We don't love the way that uh, they lie when it comes to all the things that they've been telling us about COVID and everything else. Well, it'll get you kind of caught up on what's been happening. Uh, pretty incredible uh, footage. Uh, I received it from a couple of people uh, while that was broadcasting. And uh, that is the collapse of uh, Damar Hamlin, uh, who is now in critical condition. And uh, I'll go ahead and forward the phones, uh, 550-5500 here uh, shortly so that you guys can go ahead and uh, chime in. And um, <clears throat> these are the types of things that we're going to be able to cover live without having to wait until the next day, without him having to rewrite the narrative and uh, get people actually communicating. I realize that this is sort of on a small level uh, right now, but uh, come uh, March and April, I'll be hitting uh, the starting of those stations as I'm up on the bird and uh, doing what I'm doing out uh, KMZQ in Las Vegas. Looking forward to that 670 AM and uh, the additional uh, stations that are going to be jumping on uh, by way of uh, Lotus broadcasting. So looking forward to that. So, uh, really the center of the the entertainment and, <clears throat> dare I say, I think the sports universe is uh, soon going to be uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And so there's a number of reasons why I'm excited about Las Vegas. Not only is it my own, my former uh, hometown, uh, hometown number two, uh, but it is the place uh, where, you know, I did pretty well for myself and the reason why I was able to go ahead and acquire this radio station. So, um Earlier this evening, there was a NFL football game, the Bills and the Bengals. And I don't recall, there's probably some news or some information. I don't know when the last time an NFL game has been canceled in the first quarter uh, because something that has actually happened on the field, meaning not weather-related, not snowbound, not, I don't know, some lightning strike or things along these lines, but this is actually because of a player. And I don't know that a player has ever died. I think maybe one has actually died in the history of the NFL uh, on the field of play. But safety, DeMar Hamlin, critical condition after he collapsed on the field and needed CPR and AED to be used on him before being rushed to the hospital. Now, AED are those um, units that are located in many office buildings or any places uh, that has a, a larger uh, sort of congregation of people that you can administer uh, CPR uh, immediately, plus... Uh, the electrical uh, impulse that comes to restart the heart, um, which tells you sort of where this whole thing is. Now, uh, you heard in that broadcast that I was just talking about as I was talking about the Southwest Airlines pilots and and what was actually happening. And, and the reveal sort of seems to be coming. It seems to be bubbling and, and brewing over. And um, the... Southwest pilots were the ones who were putting the pressure that did not want to go back to work. Now, none of this is public information, but because of my relationship with somebody who flies in the air and that knows all the pilots, uh, it didn't happen once, not twice, not three, but four separate times 
that a Southwest Airlines uh, pilot uh, had some sort of medical episode uh, where and how that all that happened uh, is what prevented those pilots from going back to work and what prevented, I don't know, nearly uh, 40, 35, 40% of their, um, their, their airplanes to be operable. So you looked at 60, 65, 70% cancellations uh, in the days surrounding Christmas and New Year's. And that is pretty remarkable. And it wasn't weather related, uh, but the news would have you tell you that. Uh, and this is the misleading information uh, that has been going on. Now, um, far be it for me to go ahead and get sued because I'm conveying this information. This is hearsay. So I want to qualify it by saying that the Southwest airline pilots have a way of communicating with each other that decided it's like, hey, you know what? We aren't going to get this RSV shot. We're going to get boosted. Delta, you know, all the various other uh, airlines were not going to require them, but Southwest was requiring them because it was starting to spread. And of course, it's one of the largest uh, airlines uh, in the industry, if not the largest uh, by number of miles traveled uh, per day. So with all the boosting and the shots that are going on, not to mention the fact that uh, the large uh, uh, sports organizations are also requiring it uh, on behalf of their players. I should say it for their players, because remember, you have the union on one side and the players on the other. Safety, DeMar Hamlin for the uh, playoff-bound Buffalo Bills, in critical condition after he collapsed on the field and needed CPR and AED to be used on him before being rushed to the hospital. The NFL announced that it postponed the game between the Bills and the Bengals. Wow with playoff implications uh, for seeding and various other things. So they are going to delay it. Uh, I don't know how much of this information is going to come out because that was an on the field uh, and it's going to go ahead and, you know, stir things up. Fox news has been hard at it. It's front page news there. Uh, they were actually carrying it. ESPN uh, doing its very best to sort of shroud and keep that information from coming out, uh, selling everything that, Oh, we have to, worry about our brothers on the field and, you know, telling how the game isn't that important. That's all people care about right now is the NFL playoffs. That's all they care about is from a betting standpoint, from a playoff implication standpoint, that's all they care about. So this being canceled is a gigantic deal for the NFL. And I don't even watch that any longer. Uh, Hamlin received immediate medical attention on the field by team and independent medical staff and local paramedics. He was then transported to a local hospital where he was in critical condition the league said in the statement, our thoughts are with DeMar and the Buffalo Bills will provide more information as it becomes available. Now, this is not the type of image that the NFL wants to see. Uh, moreover, it isn't the type of image that people who are advocates of the shot want to see. And if you have been uh, following the work of Alex Berenson and in terms of what he's been exposing, and I haven't been caring much about that. I think uh, we were uh, well, I was well ahead of that. Uh, I think even before uh, he was, he sort of jumped in probably about mid midpoint if you go back and you look at this stuff. I mean, I think we are at a point uh, where people don't feel like they're required to go ahead and get, you know, uh, vaxxed and boosted when it comes to COVID-19 any longer. But you're starting, you're starting to see this stuff anyhow. And, you know, a couple of things about the booster shot is 50, up to 50% of it can be modified at any point. So despite it being approved, barely running any sort of trials, uh, looking at the VAERS index and starting to see, you know, sort of the the died suddenly episodes uh, that have happened, those that are reported. I mean, this is a real problem. Now, we've seen it in Europe. We've seen the um, athletes on the pitch and mountain bikes and, you know, various other uh, pursuits, sports pursuits uh, that have been out there. 
that where, where these players have been impacted uh, and, and lost their lives or uh, been severely uh, debilitated. Uh, we haven't seen this on a, any sort of scale that has been witnessed by the American public. And, you know, a lot of people call me a conspiracy theorist or anybody who would be advocating and say, oh, this wasn't, wasn't that. If you look at the Daily Caller, who is uh, carrying the water, it looks like for the media, uh, which is very interesting. Um, Daily Caller, run by Tucker Carlson, says, NFL suspends Monday Night Football for the evening. Players in tears after defensive back gets knocked out. Uh, no, he wasn't knocked out. He was taken down by the shot. There's only one explanation for this. There's only one explanation for this. Now, the NFL has been in constant communication with the NFL. Players Association was in agreement with the postponing of the game, obviously. The NFLPA and everybody in the community is praying for him. We've been in touch with the Bills and Bengals players. The only thing that matters in this moment is DeMar's health and well-being. The game was suspended. Once Hamlin was in the ambulance and off the field, officials were giving players about five to ten minutes to warm up to get uh, ready to play again. But Bills coach Sean McDermott was seen pulling his players off the field and into the locker room. Now, earlier today, I happened to be watching the blowout loss uh, by Purdue of Purdue by LSU, and a player was sort of carted off the field. And you know, one of the first things that immediately crossed my mind is like, well, did something happen with regard to myocarditis or a sudden died suddenly uh, impact? And that was not the case uh, with with that particular one. But it's now crossing my mind that as the first go-to thought, and that isn't with any sort of programmatic thinking. That's literally because of the things that I have been reading and watching and seeing over the last two, two and a half years as these players, you know, continue to go ahead and uh, tried to get back uh, to square one, provide for themselves, for their families uh, by competing in whatever leagues they happen to be in, whether football, basketball, uh, or baseball. The scary incident, uh, according to the report at Fox News, occurred with 558 remaining in the first quarter and Cincinnati leading the game 7-3. Bengals were on the second drive of the game when Joe Burrow threw a pass to T. Higgins. Bill Safety Hamlin came over to make a tackle to end the play, and then you can watch it. You were not able to watch any of the film on any of the sports networks. None of the sports networks actually carried it. Hamlin then got up from the ground, took a few steps backward before he collapsed to the stadium turf. Medical personnel came over to Hamlin to, end to, him, to him, attend to him as the ESPN broadcast went to commercial. A stretcher in the backboard came out and later the ambulance. Hamlin's on the ground for a while. Multiple reporters indicated he was receiving CPR from the medical staff on the ground. Before he was put into the ambulance, according to Fox 19. He was being rushed to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. The football world offered their prayers. Players and coaches from both teams were in tears in the best possible outcome. So we have nothing at this point other than the raw emotion, uh, the visceral uh, uh, display of what happened on uh, slim networks. You know, Rumble uh, is out there. Probably some other, uh, you know, networks that are out there probably carrying it, but not the mainstream networks. You're not seeing any of this. This man, just so you know, was playing in his only 16th game of the season. He had seen more time in the field as recorded 91 tackles, one and a half sacks, and he's only 24 years of age and no doubt in peak physical health and condition. And I think that that's really the scary part uh, of all of this is the fact that this is a man who is in peak physical condition and some sort of sudden incident happens uh, just like this 550 500 if you want to go ahead and text and stay tuned for coast to coast uh, am and other people uh joe uh 
texted earlier. We appreciate you, Eddie. Keep up the good work and take care of the kids. Absolutely. We'll be doing that. Gets knocked out, huh? So that's the narrative. They might be able to spin this one. Wait until there are four, five, six, 20 of these, Eddie. It's a vaccident. No doubt about it. I like that word. That's a good one uh, there. Happy New Year, Eddie. Wish you great success with the new show. We're living in the best of times uh, to live. I don't know about that, but uh, you could say this. Uh, Christmas tree is a pagan. God hates trees. In Jeremiah, it says to be like the heathens. The tree is a phallic symbol representing King Nimrod's penis. Okay, We can say all these types of things late at night, by the way. Christmas is beautiful lights, trees, decorations, but that's how the devil deceives. He comes as an angel of light. Life is meaningless unless you have Jesus. Love that. Uh, that is good. Thanks for uh, texting uh, all that in. I texted uh, this Damar Hamlin uh, collapsing live to a number of people. Um, uh, one person said, I'm glad that this happened, but I'm also hoping that he is okay. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Like, you know, this is this great secret uh, that it seems to be held. You hear so many people who regret taking the vax. Love to hear from you if you were one of those people. You regret it. You regretted taking uh, the vax and you don't want to take any more boosters at this point. But remember, if you wanted to participate in uh, society, if you want to participate, uh, I don't know, in your business, a government uh, uh, sanctioned uh, agency, et cetera, you would have to go ahead and get requirements. But until today, the Army National Guard was requiring it up until today. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Army National Guard will no longer require a mandatory vaccination. Uh, for those Army National Guard. Now, what happened to all active uh, and reserve uh, would have to be required, or they would get some sort of penalty, punishment, punitive damages, being released, uh, being forced to retire, or, uh, I don't know, uh, dishonorably discharged. There's been a number of things that have come uh, up like that over the last, I don't know, couple years, uh, it seems. So I'm not sure how accurate I am on all that, but it seems like I've heard a lot of that. A lot of people sort of uh, lost their way. We'll be back in three, you and me here in the Kiva uh, for a Monday inaugural night. The phone lines uh, are going to be open, uh, 266-1600. That's 266-1600. Or you can call uh, directly at 505-550-5500. You can also text in as well. Back in three here in the Kiva. Live 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday. The Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. here in the Kiva. You know, a lot of people think that it's Democrats versus Republicans. I think they're one and the same. A lot of people think that it's, uh, you know, us versus the Russians or us versus uh, ISIS. You know, I don't know that uh, <laughs> sometimes that we aren't just fighting ourselves in the midst of all this, stirring up uh, pots that we have created for ourselves, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with your taxpayer dollars. Uh, to create wars, to create conflicts uh, across the world, uh, to create uh, further distractions. So who is the us, who is the them, and will we make it to 2026? Michelle Obama will no doubt be your president come 2024. Uh, they are tracking on that. I wish there was something more that we could do, um, but uh, it seems that that's what we want. That's uh, what we collectively have want because uh, that's what they're programming us to want 
And uh, I think, as I told you at the end of the uh, broadcast yesterday, and of course you guys heard it again tonight, I think the important thing for you to all to come to realize and come to grips with is that your life does have meaning. It does have value. And uh, at the end of it all, they are trying to make uh, this nihilistic plea towards you to get you to discount yourself and somehow mass suicide yourself uh, in one way, uh, shape, or form. Uh, if they can remove all hope, uh, including your beliefs and your religion and whatever else that might keep you going in this uh, vast summation of the universe. Uh, oh, you, by the way, you got to get one of those VR uh, cameras. They're absolutely amazing. My son's uh, got them. We're able to see space. You can see the... 5,000 exoplanets in our solar system. Like, it's amazing, amazing stuff. And it changes your uh, perspective in the midst of all that. But uh, nonetheless, I think that the truth is still out there. It's just being hidden from you. And if you're continuing to go along and tracking on those very traditional now uh, forms uh, media, which includes forms of media, which include, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and the rest of that. Remember, all that stuff is tailored. They're going to keep you away from that information. And you're okay with it because uh, you don't want to believe that people are lying to you, right? Well, here it is on the vaccination. You might remember uh, Mark Stein talking about this. We're going to go right uh, to that. Mark Stein on, well, nothing to see here. I think a good reminder given the events of uh, this evening's uh, football game, American football game uh, between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals in Ohio this evening. Take a listen. There is nothing to see here. On Sunday, mountain biker Rab Wardell won the Scottish Cross Country Championship, the national championship. On Monday, the champ went on BBC Scotland to talk about his victory. Talk me through it then. How do you contend with three punctures in a race like this and go on to lift oh. the gold medal? Unfortunately, I'm a, probably a little bit too, too well practiced in managing <laughs> punctures, but uh, no, it was a, yeah, it was, it was a, uh, to be honest, it was a bit of a disaster, but no, I just, just had to, to, to keep on trucking and, and keep racing. And I guess still felt confident that I'd be able to, to catch the leaders and, and win. So yeah, just give them my best shot. So a tremendous come from behind win on the Sunday. On the Monday, he's on the BBC talking about it, full of life there. Then he goes home and dies. Headline from the Daily Record, mountain biker Rab Wardell dies just two days after winning Scottish Championship. He went into cardiac arrest on Tuesday morning, less than 48 hours after winning a national championship. His poor, devastated girlfriend, Commonwealth Games and Olympics champion, Katie Archibald, uh, tried to revive him, but she was unable to. As she subsequently tweeted, I still don't understand what's happened. If this is real, why he'd be taken now so healthy and happy. Rab Wardell was 37, which is no age to die. Nothing. All right, so the uh, man this evening is 24 years of age. Here's some of the uh, responses that are coming uh, directly uh, on this story. Died suddenly, you know he died. I like the fact that the NFL postponed this game because it's about time we all start talking about what is going on around us and to us. How about the freaking vaccine was and is a mass extermination? This is gut-wrenching. I read the NFL wanted the players to warm up for five minutes to restart the game until the coaches uh, stepped in. More, than, more fit than 99.9% .9 of the people out there. The tackle was textbook. 99.99% .99 of hits prior to this were worse. Nobody's heart just stops after... This without help from a foreign invader, he, of course, is referring to the uh, vaccine. Unfortunately, 
I am blocked from YouTube. I write, but nobody can read what I write. Only me. Somebody go tell this doctor about Andreas Nowak bitch shoot videos so he will understand that this is the vax that is killing people. Probably a COVID shot. I bet he is vaccinated. I'll be listening to the news about this young man since he collapsed. My husband and I were watching the game when it happened. I've yet to hear even one person suggest on any of the networks that his collapse could have been due to a vaccine. The shot is killing many of our young people, especially our young men. I hope DeMar Hamlin survives whatever was caused him to collapse. My prayers are with him and his family. And finally, too young for this to happen. Stands up seemingly okay and then falls and collapses. Seems like the dot clot shot. Most athletes are too highly tuned and their system can't stand the poison of the clot shot. May God be with this young man. And very thing that uh, Mark Stein was talking about six months ago. See here in cycling and nothing to see here in rugby from the Huddersfield Daily Examiner. Tributes to Halifax rugby player Ben Ben, who has died suddenly, aged 30. Ben Ben from Siddle died suddenly on Monday, leaving his family and friends completely shocked. The 30-year-old dad played competitive rugby for a host of local league and union teams, including Huddersfield Giants and Bradford Bulls. Nothing to see here in rugby, nothing to see here in cycling, nothing to see here in football. Uh, from the Daily Mirror, quote, tributes have poured in after the sudden death of West Belfast footballer Molly White. Uh, Molly White was 20 and a rising star in women's football. Uh, nothing to see here in boxing. Well, let's continue with uh, more of the comments uh, that have come in on the uh, Damar Hamlin. People are saying that it's too soon to tell, but sudden adult death syndrome or SADS as some science and medical experts are calling it, is real. Started significantly all around the world in May of 21. Men and women, mostly men in the age bracket, roughly 18 to 50 years of age, fighting age, are affected post-vax with or without the booster. This is really happening, and whether or not this is what the young man is experiencing, we must pray for him and all those around the world who are suffering and those that have indeed died as a result of the vaccine. The big pharma, corrupt politicians, corrupt scientists, and corrupt medical practitioners pray to God for forgiveness Pray God forgive them, for they know not what they do. They will be judged. Um, it just says, no, not what they do. Jib jab. Uh, the vaccine is nothing more than a manufactured kill shot. Uh, yes, the jab is dangerous. However, what are the chances that he takes a hit to the chest and then collapses shortly thereafter? If you guys would stop being sheep and do the research, you would know that NFL players took the jab a while back, and these type of symptoms typically occur within weeks of being vaccinated, not years. Need evidence and stop being bigots? Could be Komodoes corditis. I'm afraid every time a young person dies now will be blamed on the jab, but simply isn't true. That is one amongst many comments here. Those lab tests will show nothing is wrong. It was stated by Andreas Nowak, bitshoot.com. Graphene hydroxide is killing people. It is what is in the shot. Graphene hydroxide, only detectable under chromography gas tests. Is the only way that you can see that. Uh, people are too quick to jump to conclusions. It could be a result of the vaccine. It might not. If you look at the footage, he clearly takes a head to the chest. This could be commodio cordis. Uh, am I not sure that probably is what it is blamed on? My heart and prayers go out to Hamlin, his family, and his friends. He's too young for these types of problems. I truly pray he survives with no lasting effects. Let's continue with Mark Stein. 
Also from the Belfast Telegraph, a young boxer who passed away suddenly had an infectious smile and kind-hearted nature. His West Belfast club said St. Michael's Boxing Club led tributes to 19-year-old Dominic Oscar after his death last Thursday. Nothing to see here in cycling, rugby, football, boxing, 37 years old, 30 years old, 20 years old, 19. Fit, healthy, in the peak of condition, and dead. But nothing to see here. A few months ago I thought there might be something to see here in all these sportsmen suddenly dying and I'm being investigated by Ofcom over it so I certainly wouldn't want to make that mistake again. Nevertheless, as we've reported, in the Canadian province of Alberta the leading cause of death is not cancer or dementia but cause unknown. Uh, death from unknown causes. This was uh, how it's, you see the way, it was just 500 in 2019. Two years later, it's three and a half thousand. Cause unknown is now spreading to other provinces, including my own native Sod, Ontario. On Saturday, Rhea Vernort from Hamilton was jet skiing on Lake Ontario with old friends she hadn't seen since the COVID came along. The friends turned away and then looked back and saw Ms. Van Oort's body floating in the lake. Also sudden death. She was 32 and a paramedic, which I mentioned because it means some things can be inferred. She leaves a six-year-old daughter. Okay. Wow, that is uh, absolutely incredible. Let's continue with uh, more of the uh, comments. On YouTube, search for Damar Hamlin collapse, and the first video is a doctor explaining how this is clearly not a vax injury. Talk about a misinformation so quickly. It all comes from the left. Given how so many young athletes already died from myocarditis, we need to stop with the fake science. The vax is the most likely cause here. The very fact that they felt the need to rush out and say that first before anything tells you everything you need to know that they know that it's vax-related. Uh, another one, graphene hydroxide is undetectable on regular blood tests or medical doctors. Only in a chemist lab chromatography gas test can detect what has killed him. Another victim of the quote-unquote suddenly syndrome brought to us since late 2020. Very sad. I hope there's a reckoning at some point. MRNA question mark. Go with God, Damar Hamlin. Let his angels lift your loved ones and your teammates. Uh, suddenly, those who criticize Tim Tebow for kneeling and praying are doing the same. Uh, wow, that, uh, that one hits hard. Not the same. Perhaps this event will bring prayer and importance to it and a light to those who have turned their backs on prayer and vilified those like Tim. Finally, let's pray for a total revival to save our country from the evil that's being exposed. Prayers sent for Damar, family, and friends. Isn't it amazing how those who stand for God on a daily are criticized, but when push comes to shove and people are scared and don't have any other recourse, it's then they who remember who they need to call on, and that is God, or rely on, and suddenly God isn't such a bad word anymore. I wish they'd always remember God. To the NFL into oblivion already. Anybody else noticing that it's the high-output athletes having the worst time with it? It makes sense, really, that 65-plus-year-olds do okay with the clot shot since they're not typically exerting themselves to some level. I agree with Sue in the NFL, but I highly disagree with your assessment that those 65-plus are doing okay with the vax. I know many who were in excellent health for their age and suddenly had a stroke, heart attack, etc. Plus, the research doesn't support your statement either. Numbers don't lie well unless you fudge them. Right, Dr. Fauci? And finally, sudden adult syndrome, a once very rare but now very well-known established vax side effect. Liberal policies equal unnecessary deaths and injuries. Stop the madness already. Yep, I would agree with that.
Okay, let's move from the case studies to the big picture. Here is a table from a new report. I expect you're wondering who it's by, some crazy far-right QAnon conspiracy theorist? No, it's the U.S. Society of Actuaries. An actuary, for the benefit of you Twitter trolls, is a person who calculates insurance risk. And if you don't do that accurately, you wind up paying out a lot more money than you ever intended to. So let's look at Table 5.7 from the Society of Actuaries showing excess deaths in America broken down by age. Focus on that uh, red bit. Uh, we'll come to that in a minute. At the left-hand side of the table from 2020, the spring and summer of COVID, it's not good. You can see excess deaths of 15 and 16 percent. Thank goodness all those vaccines came along. Eh? But then look at the third quarter of 2021. Twice as many dead 35 to 44 year olds as there should be. Uh, and actually almost as lousy numbers for those in their late 20s and early 50s. So look at that excess mortality for 25 to 54 year olds, young and middle aged Americans. Anything going on in the third quarter of 2021? Well, that was actually the peak of vaccine mandates in America, uh, where in a variety of occupations from paramedics uh, to Manhattan waitresses in diners. You had to get jabbed to keep your job. And oddly enough, that coincides with massive excess mortality among people in the prime of life. But altogether now, correlation is not causation. That's the dispositive line there. Okay, we've seen a similar picture in the European Union. Here's the latest report from Eurostat. They're keeping it simple uh, here. The pale yellow is for countries with the lowest excess deaths. Uh, so that's like Hungary, where deaths are actually down 0.3%. Uh, Slovakia deaths are down 1.9%. Bulgaria, 7.9%. So Bulgaria's got a, the opposite problem for most places. It's got excess life. Uh, you'll scan the Bulgar papers in vain for sudden death from cause unknown. Whereas that dark maroon there, those are the worst countries with excess mortality over 15%. Estonia, 16.2%. Spain, 16.7%. Portugal, excess mortality of 23.9%. More dead bodies than usual. Tell you what, just for fun, boys and girls, Let's also take a look at vaccination rates in Europe. Uh, this is the uh, rundown of countries. So look at that. The least vaccinated country in Europe is Bulgaria. And they also have the least excess mortality. Hmm. And the most vaccinated country in Europe is Malta, which isn't included in the excess mortality stats. So let's go to the second most vaccinated country Portugal. in Europe, Portugal. There it is. And they have... So, folks, I think you're starting to see here, and I don't know that we have to sell this any longer or tell people, and now we're three years into this. It took all of about a year before we started getting our bearings uh, on this between the shutdowns, the mass vaccine, or excuse me, the shutdowns, the mass closures, the open and shut, and we went through an entire year of all that uh, before they started developing a vaccine. Now, uh, remember, that's only three years away. Uh, come this uh, 21, 22, 23, we will mark three years come this March the 13th. And it takes five years to develop a vaccination. But uh, uh, we also know that it is uh, uh, metastasizing. I don't think that that's the right word, but you know what I mean. 
morphing, changing, continually uh, developing new ways and quicker and faster. The more we vax into all of this madness, uh, this man-made um, virus uh, that was created in the Wuhan lab, which we now know uh, to be true, uh, you're, the faster you're seeing the problems, uh, you know, sort of uh, continue to grow and grow. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I don't know that there's going to be anything that's going to be able to stop that at this point. The more we seem to do and mess with things, the worse it seems to get. And I don't think that that's going to change in 2023, especially with all of the, the massive amounts of money that is being spent by corporations and governments and, uh, heck, by uh, anybody who seems that uh, seems to think that they're doing good or uh, uh, doing uh, other people a favor by getting vaccinated. You're only complicating uh, the situation because there's no way know how a vaccine could have been developed in that short of a time. Uh, it is a gene therapy, it is mRNA, it is morphing and it's changing things, but it isn't protecting people's health, which is ultimately what a vaccine should do is to prevent the virus from being able to be transmissible. And it isn't very successful in that. What it is successful in doing is in creating health complications for a number of people, respiratory, uh, cardio uh, complications that seem to be the two most, and then the complications of disease. You're finding more and more people are dying from you know, long-term uh, cancers that they have had, and all of a sudden they've had also accelerated uh, cardiac events. Uh, which seems to be uh, more and more evident and uh, tangible as uh, as it was uh, witnessed tonight in Ohio. So uh, we'll pick it up uh, tomorrow uh, with the setup for tomorrow night uh, being what we will be talking about on Thursday. So, uh, or excuse me, uh, tomorrow's night will be uh, focused on what we will be talking about on Wednesday. Certainly aiding and helping and uh, discussing all the things that the talk radio host will be discussing on Wednesday. We'll have that for you tomorrow night. Before it is news, it's going to be right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, com. Buffalo player collapses on the field during the Monday night football game, and uh, we'll pick it up uh, from there tomorrow. And uh, happy 2023, everybody, uh, with uh, Dr. Fauci stepping down, no longer head of the NIAID, uh, no longer head of uh, sort of controlling the messaging. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, will continue uh, to come out of our healthcare policy, which has driven much of the national uh, psyche. Uh, and I think it has negatively impacted our confidence and our ability to go ahead and effectively have a normal day uh, today uh, and normal school systems, normal jail systems, you know, normal uh, institutionally functioning systems uh, just are no longer uh, uh, seem to be the case. And one last thing I should say is that it seems like it's taking longer and longer for people to sort of integrate themselves back into society. They become more adaptive and working at home and uh, less and less interested in going back to the conventional lifestyle that they uh, all continue to have pre-COVID uh, that they had during that time. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you bright and early tomorrow, 8 p.m. in the Kiva. Stay tuned.